0: Guys, it's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news,
1: news, news.
0: Everybody, I'm Cam
1: Stewart with your Sports Grid news update here. David Ortiz taking matters into his own hands. We find out exactly what happened when he was shot June 9th in the Dominican Republic. Ortiz has now hired a firm in Boston headed by Boston Police Chief Ed Davis to investigate the shooting incident. Ortiz spent seven weeks in a Boston hospital and underwent multiple surgeries. He almost died. Several arrests have been made as a result of the shooting. Authorities are calling the incident a case of mistaken identity after earlier uh, reports saying Ortiz was targeted. Atlanta and Colorado live action from Coors Field this afternoon. Pitchers duel right now. We got a scoreless uh, game in the bottom of the fifth. Total 13 and a half. Atlanta was minus 145 in this game. Here's the rest of the MLB matchups and betting lines for tonight. Two at 705. We got Pittsburgh and Philly. Phils minus 145. Nine busgrove versus Vargas, St. Louis and Milwaukee. Brewers minus 135-10. Wainwright versus Gonzalez. 7-10 action. We got Cincinnati laying 60 cents at Miami, 7.5. Gray versus Lopez, 8.15 action. Oakland, they're laying 60 at Kansas City. Bailey versus Keller. We got a total of nine. 945 Arizona at San Fran. Straight pickup nine. Young versus Beatty in the pitching matchup. Two more at 10-10. Yankees at Seattle, off the board right now, half in for the Yankees, Seattle, no name starter yet, we'll keep you updated there, Dodgers minus 145 at San Diego, 9 May versus Lauer, New England safety Patrick Chung has pleaded non-guilty to a felony charge of cocaine possession in New Hampshire, he waived his arraignment and had a lawyer plea on his behalf, his next court date set for November 8, Chung indicted on August 22nd, he was discovered to be in possession of the drug back on June 25th, the 32-year-old posted 84 tackles and one interception last year while collecting his third Super Bowl ring with the New England Patriots. Andrew Luck surprise retirement Saturday, sending shockwaves across the league. Although the decision was booed by fans in the preseason game and criticized by many, it's drawn the support of a lot of active players, including Tom Brady, who chimed in today. He said Luck had a great career, was a solid player, added Brady. The pair of pivots faced off six times. The Patriots going undefeated in those six games well luck dealt with numerous serious injuries brady has incredibly missed only four games since 2008 quite a marvel there as for colt's backup for jacoby jacoby Brissett, he found out luck the luck news on friday night before saturday's game he kept it tight lipped the odds really moving after this one the colts have gone from 12 to 30 most sports books had had them pegged as high as 60 to 1 now as of today win total nine and a half to six and a half most books uh, some sit at seven flat their point spread week one versus the chargers three and a half up to plus seven in a lot of books division odds jags uh take a look at this one jags super bowl odds 50 to 30 houston gone from 40 to 32 and tennessee 80 to 55 to one to wind the lombardi there odell beckham jr back at brown's practice he took part in team drills today for the first time since august 6 the kansas city chiefs have signed matt moore moops as a backup quarterback to patrick mahomes chad henny injured last saturday versus pittsburgh moore spent the last season six seasons as the dolphins backup. Miami running back Kenyon Drake has returned to practice today, 12 days after Coach Blyan Floor said, hey, he's going to be out a while. Drake battling Kalen Balaj for the starting job. Balaj, not a great game as last game, 17 yards, 14 carries, 1.4 the average there. U.S. women's soccer star Carly Lloyd says, hey, if women practice, they could de- definitely thrive as NFL kickers. Who's hiring first round of the U.S. Open tennis in New York City? christina maladinevich but has upset 2016 u.s uh, ladies champ angie kerber today shocker there In the cfl star running back andrew harris of the winnipeg blue bombers suspended two games for violating the cfl's drug policy he tested pauses for Mentanodone. the cfl's leading rusher said he was shocked to learn the trace amount he's worked really hard to be a running back and he can't believe this happened he's uh Really, uh, really disappointed. He's going to miss two consecutive games, both against Saskatchewan. He leads the league with 908 rushing yards and three touchdowns. MMA news. The USADA has suspended C.B. Dalloway for two years for testing positive to a number of banned substances today. NHL, Florida Panthers, taking 22-year-old forward David Malgun to a one-year deal. He had 16 points in 50 games last year. Good Corsi numbers. The Panthers now have all restricted free agents signed prior to training camp. In Italian soccer today, Inter Milan, all over Lecce, 4-0 final, an absolute drubbing. I'm Cam Stewart. Dave Morenzi hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio, live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands with me. We'll talk MLB, NFL, and a whole lot more. So stick around. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage Radio on SportsGrid, coming
0: up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Time Decisions.
2: All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio has begun. I'm Gable Morenci. We're throwing it down here at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. I am Morenci, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Um, I guess uh, I'm Rage. He's uh, Red Heat. What's going
1: on, Cam? Looking good, Marenzi. Looking sharp, uh, blazer and shirt working for you. That's uh, nice. Too bad uh, you got so many shows to do. I uh, say, if a, a lady was in the sports book, uh, you could escort her to the betting machine. Come to my console. Let's make a bet. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm dressed for looking success. Uh, yeah, looking um, sharp. Looking sharp.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's. Uh, listen, not not that uh, I'm you know not that uh, I'm Brad Pitt or anything like that, but generally the ladies here, Cam, are. Um, you know little, they're like uh, uh, they're 75 years old and up that's yeah good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah a, good point. a little a little on the old crowd broader <laughs> crowd <laughs> But on the plus side they don't have a problem uh, they wouldn't have a problem with my gambling issues cuz you know they exactly. out of the race exactly you got to look at the glass half full buddy it's kind of it's kind of quieter here uh, today you know the drill it's uh, it's uh, yep, monday, monday. Uh, we got like yeah like meadows park and uh, plain ridge it's, uh, it's the secondary uh, harness tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few. It's kind of uh, uh, a yeah. B-track B uh, day uh, today. So, sure. uh, George Kurtz is going to step up and in to join us. Uh, Ricky Sanders uh, will, obviously, a lot of Andrew Luck talk. Except, really, I don't think people are tuning in for our social uh, takes on this. There's been a lot of bad Andrew Luck takes over the last uh, 48 hours. True. Uh, but we'll take a look at it from a betting uh, perspective. And I think there's a ton of value uh, presented uh, right now on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, it's Everyone. funny because last week and the past couple of weeks, we kept telling people, take basically anybody but the Colts to win this division. This division is a complete toss-up. And, uh, and uh, you know, the Colts were pretty heavily favored. You know, they, they were big favorites, pretty much even money or so uh, to win a division. I thought that was a little out of whack. But now the Colts are plus 500, to win a division, and we'll tell you why over the course of another co- the next couple hours. To why, I don't I don't agree with that number. It's um, it's way too high. There's value, and it won't be there. Just like on Saturday night, Ken, when Andrew Luck announced um, his retirement, the sports books readjusted pretty quickly. I thought they'd take it down, and it would be a day or two before they reacted. Yeah. But they reacted immediately, and they made the Indianapolis Colt win total six and a half. It's crazy. i already on it. I was I'm like, on the dear over God, already. that's way too low. Yeah, I'm like, that's way too low. Are you kidding me? Andrew Luck's not worth three and a half games. What are you, guys got nuts? Um, And and now that's seven. You know, sharp guys such as yourself, uh, Cam, got out there and got in on the six and a half. It's up to seven, but they're still plus 500 to win a division. And they pretty much have almost the same chance of winning a division as they did without Andrew Luck, in my opinion.
1: Uh, Andrew Luck's injury prone. I think we would have seen Jacoby Brissett at some point this year. Andrew Luck, in my opinion, wasn't even going to play for the first couple of weeks of the season. Now the retirement. So I'm telling you, Marenzi, I saw that line too. Uh, week one on uh, Mr. Green, uh, you can get it at seven, seven and a half. Some books had it. I heard some offshore even went to nine. Are you kidding me? So you're telling me that that line goes from three and a half to nine because of Brissette? Get bent, as I like to say. You Now you find value on the Colts. I'm with you, man. I'm already on the week one and over six and a half wins. Two bets were made.
2: Well, I'll run... We'll, We'll run through the win totals for the teams in this division, and you'll see why the plus 500 is presenting a lot of value. It's a toss-up. And don't forget, guys, uh, 15 out of the last 16 years, a team has gone from worst to first. That means the Jacksonville Jaguars could be that team.
1: my boy Morensky looking sharp at the fan duel book crazy baseball game going on right now two people I'm not sure if you have the hunter you don't want to celebrate too early but this total was 13 and a half the total was 13 and a half this afternoon between the Braves and Rockies and I'm still seeing zero zero live line Braves a buck 35 the Rocks plus 105 total now five and a half so it's gone from to 5.5, wow, interesting stuff uh, at Coors, usually we see runs, now we don't see any runs, and my boy from the weekend, who's uh, also hosting with Morenci tonight on the big shift as we go from 8 o'clock till midnight Eastern on InBet Live, George
4: Kurtz, how you doing George? Good afternoon, Mr. Stewart, yeah, uh, I get the first 10 to 12 shift, lucky me. (laughs) i was gonna say george anytime i know you're referee anytime just fire me
1: off an email or a text and we'll work around it if we have to uh, trade shifts or anything like that i know you're a busy guy uh, with the family you got any action on this uh, baseball game today because i can tell you one thing uh you could expect uh, some unders but the fact that we have a live under at coors field at four and a half i haven't seen that in i don't think years this deep into a game
4: I did have money on the over. I mean come on, it was Tehran who's been you know, pretty bad on the road and someone named Melville. Okay. Melville's Melville. Good. Melville's good. Yeah. I did a little bit of research. He, yeah, no, not,
1: not
4: he pitched a game
1: in Arizona, George. He I, I know he's just a call he's, his his uh, ERA was like a buck twenty. Whip was like zero point six it was like I know it wasn't a small sample size, but his numbers were really, really good. Um, you know, Arizona's not the easiest p- place to pitch and you know, he shut down a couple teams. I just looked at it, the numbers. I go, this Melville guy is pretty good, but I didn't expect this from Tehran. I thought the Rockies, but we've talked about this before. Uh, me and Gabe talk about it. Me and you have talked about it on the week- weekend show. They have to be one of the most disappointing teams that have burned more money this year. It's hard to back the Rockies, even though I did today because I was getting 45 cents. That's the only reason I take them as a home dog. You don't lay juice with this baseball team.
4: No, uh, you and I have been beating them up for the past couple of weekends. They've given up. They packed it in. For whatever reason, they just haven't played well. The road, they're even more pathetic. At least at home, they've some put up a little bit of a fight here. But 0-0, but, uh, zero, zero? I mean, wow. I did not see this coming. You know, listen, I get it. It's a makeup game. I think it's a makeup of an April rainout. Maybe neither team's into it. Colorado is staying at home after this. They're playing Boston tomorrow. Uh, the Braves will go back out on the road to the next town. Uh, so it's just one of these games. I think the uh, both these teams want to get it over with. In some ways, neither one has anything anything to play for, right? Colorado's done, and Atlanta pretty much has the East all locked up.
1: Yeah, Atlanta is really, really rolling right now. They've been a they've been a great bet, and you know we we've all talked about it too. We like the way the Mets were playing, but they're bugaboo, as you say, George. It's just they run into every team has that one team that screws them, and I don't know what's been going on this year, but the Atlanta Braves just have the Mets number in tight games. They win the extra innings games, and that's tough. When the Mets look back at things, it could be the Braves going, oh, man, these guys uh, did a number on us and probably might have even cost a playoff spot because Atlanta just seems to get it done against everybody, and those games against the Mets are usually tight and legendary, and the Mets get the short end of
4: the stick. Yeah, it makes you wonder if even the Mets know it. You know, their players know it. Maybe they grip those bats a little tighter. They had guys on base in almost every game of the series. There were always guys on base. They couldn't really get that big hit. You know, that one big hit to drive him in. Hell, the one game was all uh, the only hit they seen to get was the DeGrom home run, right? It was at the Friday or Saturday game. They have the only <laughs> run of that game. That's the best. When so, your pitcher gets your runs, right, George? It's like, what the hell going to I've noticed that with the Mets, too. Their pitchers can
1: hit. It's like some days you're like, okay, DeGrom, yeah. Wheeler gets his. Like, where's the rest of the guys sometimes,
4: right? It's like weird. They're, they they have a good hit, hitting uh, staff when it comes to their pitchers. Yeah, they might be the one team in the National League that never wants to see a designated hitter go there. A hey, Good point. Excellent point. Yeah, so uh, George, me and Gabe were talking about uh,
1: off the top, you know, Andrew Luck's just been a story the whole weekend, and Marenzi's crazy. Lots of bad takes with luck, but this is what we do here at Sports Grid. You know, we talk gambling, and, uh, you know, we've taken advantage of this. I've looked at the sports book. I've looked at the odds, and ever since we did the show, George, when we did the uh, the weekend wager show, remember we saw the nine and a half to six and a half. I just talked to Gabe. I checked a couple books, up to seven flat in some spots, so I'm not going to call, Gabe called me a sharp. I'm like, very good. If you saw what I'm going to give my guy this week, I'm pretty dull. But uh, a sharp move taking uh, the Colts at six and a half there is the situation. We know the, the schedule, the division, they're going to beat the hell out of each other. But when you look at it and you go, wow, Andrew Luck worth that much. This is a guy that we thought, George, too, might have been hurt early for the first few weeks of the season and played hurt. I expected to see Brissett too, when I looked at those numbers. So uh, a little bit
4: of an overreaction for most of the books. You, you agree? I think just like it was a fan overreaction, you know, yeah. fantasy, All the fans booed, they're all mad, they're all you know cursing him, you know, wishing really ill things upon him. Yeah, I think it was an overreaction across the board here. Uh, six, they're gonna win. They're not a six and ten team. And this is a good team all around. Yes, they don't have the ace quarterback now. Yeah, you know, but this is a, Joey, Joey Br- is not a terrible. He's not. Oh my god. Oh, he's man. a winner. He's not. A, he's a good. Right, he's a winner. He's a. He's a. He's, a, he's a, Maybe he might be the best backup. It, or what was the best backup certainly one of them in the NFL now he's a starter is he a top 10 guy no no he's not that but he doesn't need to be he doesn't need to be a top 10 guy if he could just be you know not not terrible I and mean, I think I think we be better with someone like Joe Flacco someone like that I think he, he's not a uh, you know a game manager you know Flacco's going to be asked not to lose games right per can do more than that he has legs he has a decent arm here i think they'll be somewhere around an 8 and 8 9 and 7 team yeah, you know, yes, they're not going to 10 11 games, which they might have won with luck. So I still like the over.
1: Yeah, it, here's what I look at, uh, George, when we're talking about a guy like Jacoby Brissett. When Bill Belichick is interested in you and, like, tried to get you before they made those moves. Remember when New England, too, they were thinking about, you know, what should we do? Brady's getting older. I know they got Hoyer and whatever. But when he's sniffing around and, and, and likes what you're all about, you know, it's just kind of like, eh. I'll tell you, the guy at NC State was a pretty good quarterback. He's also had a lot of playing time because of Lux injuries. He's come in in bad spots before. And I think he's, uh, I think he's equipped for the job. I think his, his mentally he's there. I think in the back of his mind, he know he knew he probably would be playing some games anyway. So I think uh, I told, and I told you too, like the first week when that line goes from three and a half to, to seven, seven and a half, it's gone down a little bit, but I told you George on that touchdown, you got to take, you got to take the Colts as dogs. I get it. Phillip rivers and the Chargers are good, but that's a hell of a lot of points, and the Colts' defense is still
4: good. They're good all around. That offensive line is still a very good uh, top five offensive line in the game, so they're going to be able to run the ball like they always would. They'll give Brissett the extra time to throw here. I mean, you'd like, maybe you'd like to have another uh, receiving weapon, you know, but it wasn't going to have that either. Hilton's a uh, very good receiver. He's got two very good tight ends, Doyle and Ebron. I mean, the only thing he's missing, really, is experience as a starter, which he's going to get. He'll be better than he was two years ago, and the numbers two years ago weren't bad. But he'll be better than that because he, is, because he has more experience now. He had yeah. the advantage of remember it wasn't like Luck had practiced and taken all the reps in camp, and you know percent hasn't played in a couple of uh, years. He got all the reps in camp because Luck wasn't practicing at yeah. all. All the, all those reps were his, and now they'll prepare him for the games, like because uh, they know he is indeed the starter here. I'm pretty confident. Uh, I'm not going to tell you uh Indianapolis going to win with, win this division. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll still be in the wild card hunt, but I think Brissette and I that means that Brissette's going to play well enough to keep him there. Yeah, I think Brissette will be uh he's a different kind of quarterback. Like I said, he's not a stand in the po- pocket guy like Luck going to fire the ball down the field. Now he's going to move around a little bit more, but I think he'll be successful.
1: Yeah, how did the How did the draft go though, George? I did mine with Marencia. Actually, I, th- I thought I was in the middle. I was actually in the twelfth. The twelfth selection, and it kind of rattled my cage a little bit, right? Like we finished the show, my girlfriend's over. We went out. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, God, we got this draft at six thirty. I'll just get. I'll just tell you, I got Dalvin Cook at twelve. I reached a little bit for him, and then I got Juju Smith-Schuster. What do you think
4: about uh, the first two picks
1: there? Eh, meh,
4: okay. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really have much of a problem with Dalvin Cook. Uh, I don't know what other, what other running backs were available when you took him, but I like Dalvin Cook. Uh, stay healthy, Dalvin. For the love of God, stay healthy stay healthy you'll be a happy guy you'll be a happy Cam at the end of the year he's a very good wrong well, good very good running back but he hasn't been able to play 16 games uh juju i have some doubts about only because it's I that know really after juju i
1: i <laughs> have buyer's remorse already george <laughs> like i like
4: you imagine 13 i i imagine at 13, I'm like, uh, yeah, I imagine I at 13 there would have been three of three or four other wide receivers yes. i would have gone yes. with over him because yes. uh my doubts are pretty simple i mean, I mean He's going to prove to me he can be a number one. He's going to face the number one cornerback. He's going to face safety over the top. He's going to face the defensive uh, coordinator going, we got to stop Juju. You know, there's no, cause there's no one else in that passing game you're worried about. You're not worried about Moncrief. You're not worried about Washington. Uh, I, listen, I, I like Vance McDonald as a tight end, but he's not a—he's not Gronkowski, a game breaker, somebody like that. So that's my only worry there. Uh, I won't believe in Juju until he proves it to me that he can be the number one coverage, the number one attention that's coming his way.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, fires remorse, more, George, fires remorse. more, I like Schuster a lot, but it might have been a little bit of a I like what we did in the end, but we'll go through all this and a whole lot more baseball board with Kurtz after a short break. back to Red Heat and Rage. i the Ranger Redhead. Cam Stewart along with Gabe Morenzi. We had a little technical problem down at the Meadowlands Sportsbook. He'll be joining us uh, momentarily. And George Kurtz in the house right now. George is going to be hosting in-game live after Morenzi. The 8 to 10 session. Gabe, we're working afternoon, morning, and then night. And then George Kurtz in for the late haul. George 10 to 12. Put the kids
4: to bed. Get on the radio. Oh, you don't know my kids, Cam. There's no chance <sighs> in hell they'll be in bed. All right. no hey, on. Well, they might be in bed but still awake how about that no, no that, that's not happening i know that all too well
1: <laughs> what's going on with this uh small baseball board tonight george and uh, while you're here we'll go through the board uh, slim pickings tonight there's a few things that we can kind of look at right now but even on a couple of my books uh the yankees game off the board i know hap has been listed seattle still hasn't listed a pitcher for tonight so my, my book's really really quick usually too um, there's nothing there. There's no line. There's nothing. Do you have anything? Like, what's Seattle doing? Wait until the. I know it's a 10-10 start, but uh, it's the only game I'm looking at, and it's uh, OTB on my site. It's not even listed.
4: It's listed on mine. It's been listed all day. I haven't seen it Uh, off. Uh, it has happened. Nothing's changed there for the Yankees. I got minus 220 for the Yankees, plus 180 for the uh, Mariners. I'm just refreshing it now to see if maybe it's off my board now, if something happened in the past uh, half an hour. No, I'm still there. Nothing's changed. Uh, the Mariners don't have a starting pitcher here. You know, so that's what I'm I saying. We're waiting <laughs> for that. <laughs> yes, yeah, I guess my board doesn't care. Mariners <laughs> suck. We don't care. You throw it out there. All right. <laughs> so uh, who cares what the Mariners yeah. are doing? It doesn't matter.
1: Don't worry about. It. You got a total? Did they give you a total in the I game too, or oh, nine okay. and a half? I'm, I'm nine and a half. So half versus the ghost. Nine and a half. And Yankees are uh, minus uh, two twenty right now. I gotta believe. Uh, you know, they'll they'll probably take care of business tonight. That sounds like uh, George. Knowing you from working with you in the weekend, that sounds very parlayable. I'm thinking with uh, HAP tonight. I don't care if Seattle, uh, you know, lends out God for a night. They're not going to, they're not beating the Yankees tonight. No way.
4: My only issue is this. Yankees just had a big series against the Dodgers. They played last night in LA, had to travel up the coast to go to Seattle. Won last night, probably didn't get into decently late. You know, do they not? They're not up for this game. They sleptwalk through Oakland last week. You know, I can see them sleepwalking through this game too before they wake up again. So I'm a little nervous about it. I want to see what the Mariners are throwing here. I do like the over. Hap gives up home runs. You can almost guarantee the overrun on Hap and home runs is two. Actually, yeah, really, uh, I guess, one and a half. Uh, I guess, actually, I'd make it two and a half. All right, he's going to give up two. He's going to give up three. It's really the question here. You know, he's giving up two. Does he give up that third? That, but that means runs are coming on the board here. You know, Hap's ERA is north of five. You know, I'm kind of liking the over of nine and a half here. I do want to see who the Mariners are going to throw out there, and I'll decide after that. But I, I like the over probably more than the actual game here, but you're right. The minus 220 would be parlayable as well.
1: I have a feeling, too, even so if the Mariners haven't named a starter, we've been down this road before, it's probably a spot starter. They'll probably have a guy in the bullpen go in, get maybe an inning or two, go to the next guy, the next guy, the next guy, and that could be very, very dangerous. I'm with you, George. Uh, if, if that's definitely the scenario, I like the over to begin with, even with Happ and whoever Seattle throws out, especially if it's a reliever who's just going to be going in there and they're going to go through all their pitchers tonight. I think that's a good way to look at the game. 220, it's not even ridiculous. I thought the line would be a hell of a lot more, but they're on the road. Current live now, Atlanta is minus 160 against Colorado. <laughs> Three and a half the total. I am not. A, I, I wish I took the under. I really liked the. I, I liked it, but Atlanta... We're now in the top of the seven, George. I'm on Colorado plus one and a half in money line, plus one forty total three and a half. So, hey man, three three innings at Coors though, and you get into the bullpens. I don't know, George. Like I'm to me, that seems like a live. Like I, I know that it's zero zero right now, but come on, man. Four runs at Coors, you can get that in the snap of your finger, buddy. But right now, I got to be smart. It's the start of the week. It's Monday. You don't want to. You don't already be thinking about stuffing the envelope for the other guy on Monday. You got to attack. Uh, you know, proceed with caution. i us say, George.
4: Yeah, I was. Uh, you were not the only person handing an envelope in yesterday. So it was I. Uh, yesterday was a disaster. Oh, weekend was pretty much a disaster. So uh, that Cleveland back game. On the right track well, here. I, I couldn't oh, even believe it. it. don't, like, don't like, start me, with me.
1: No, no, honestly, George. So I, tur- <laughs> I turn off my phone. Right. <laughs> For all you guys who, are, me and George do the show on Sunday, they are down four runs going into the ninth. Okay, I'm like, damn it, because I got them in a parlay. They tie it up. I'm like, oh, my God, they hit a home run. They like they tied it up next inning the top Kansas City gets a run. They get nothing like that feeling of them coming back. And then just to lose like that, I would have rather lost in regulation again. Like I was all excited. Ooh, comebacks. And the Phillies can suck it, George. I'm done with like those guys. Are the, the. You talk about bad favorites. The Philadelphia Phillies are a bad
4: favorite, man.
1: That yeah, was a tough Sunday.
4: It was. It was. It was a tease. I mean, it was just such a tease. You oh, we'll we'll come back and tie the game up for you. you get some hope again. You get the adrenaline flowing. Just to lo- like, oh, you. are really. So I, I. I feel like I lost twice. You know, because I, I already accepted the loss. And then you come back I'm like, yeah, maybe my day's gonna change. And oh, great, bastards.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I I was just with you, George. And uh, we, sometimes we have to practice. Uh, our own advice. That's the one thing I know. Like, we talk about it, too. Guys, if you're listening to this program, I don't know what it is about Sundays in baseball, but it's almost like my buddy me and Vince talked about it, too, and he learned his lesson. Like, he blindly bets dogs on Sunday, George, and he makes, like, he usually has huge, huge days. It's hard to do that, though, right? But it seems to be that's the time to do it. In Kansas City, they weren't just a dog. They were plus 300 and change in that game. I think Cleveland was the biggest favorite on the board with Bieber, right?
4: I believe so. Yeah, I mean, it's travel day. I know why it's a hard. It's the travel day. The players are they're they're packing. Their, bag, their bags are ready to go. They're packing. They're going to the next city or they're going home, whatever it might be. And the, I guess the, if the focus just isn't there on a lot of these games, that I know I understand why. But it, but you're right. Why don't we stay away from it? If I if I know it, why aren't I staying away from it or betting more dogs on Sunday? It's uh, I don't know, brain dead.
1: Yeah. Well, let's go through the board there, George. There's a very very small card tonight. And speaking of uh, the team that screwed us, uh, Philadelphia, our our, our enemies from Sunday at 7.05, we got the Phillies and the Pirates, minus 145 for the Phillies, plus 125 for the Pirates, total nine in this game, uh, Vargas versus Musgrove. This is the time the Phillies are probably going to win with Vargas, but I don't know if I want to lay 45 cents, and I really don't trust Pittsburgh as a dog. Uh, What do you think about this one, George? I know you're better with the totals than me, too. Nine, is there anything there? <laughs> See, once again, you're uh, you you know me too well.
4: Uh, yeah, I I, well, over.
1: we we work every I, Saturday and Sunday for for
4: a for a while. i I start to know your tendencies. I know you're a total man. You do well with totals, though. You're usually pretty good. I do. I I I hit. Some, I I do. Uh, I do like my totals, and this this is the only total that I'm in love with tonight. By the way, is this uh, the, the nine? So I'm gonna have a little a uh, little action on this. I think uh, once again, it's in Philly. I think Philly has to be pissed. I mean, Harper's back. All right, he's opportunity list. Uh they lost two, what, two out of three to Miami, and that just can't happen when you're in this kind of race of a of a wild card race. Just can't happen. So they have to be an angry team. Musgrove's not great. Vargas isn't great. He can give up the home run ball as well. I'm taking the over.
1: Yeah, I think uh that I'm I'm actually gonna look at the total in this game. Two nine seems very, very attainable with a couple of guys that give up uh, big, big bombs. Uh Cardinals and brew crew, George. We got uh, this one another seven oh five start st louis uh that was one thing that went well on sunday but you know because of the rain delay i got in on it but oakland uh (laughs) ruined that parlay too but i went on st louis minus one and a half they smoked uh, colorado uh what do we got here the brew crew and gonzalez minus 135 uh versus wainwright at plus 115 total 10 uh run line brewers minus one and a half plus 140 and the cardinals plus one and a half minus 160 what do you think about this one Hard to lay uh, thirty-five cents with uh, Geo.
4: No, uh, if anything, I would go uh, Adam Wainwright here. Uh, take take uh, well, even even more <laughs> excuse me even money on St. Louis. But the problem is, I don't trust either one of these guys. You know, the pro- I don't I don't think Geo going to give you much more than five six innings at most, which means it's going to be a bullpen game for Milwaukee. You know, St. Louis Wainwright's inconsistent, good bad. Good, you don't know what you're going to get from him either, and the bullpen there could be a little shaky. Uh, I did give some thought to the over here uh but eventually i decided. you know what i'm just going to stay away from it i decided not to touch this game at all
1: yeah i think that's probably a very smart move in this gonzalez is, has, hasn't been really that bad wainwright's a little bit inconsistent we know that he can be very very bad but uh you know what this line's kind of telling me milwaukee but i'm gonna proceed with caution as we said before 7 10 we got cincinnati and miami uh gray sunny gray our friend uh, minus 160 Tell you one thing about Cincinnati, man. They 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 can hit the ball. They got a lot of guys on team at home runs, but man, they just give up so many damn runs. Uh, that last game against Pittsburgh, they just got shelled after a nice lead. They piss it away. Gray minus 160. Miami and Lopez. What can you say about the Marlins? They haven't given up on the season. It's very commendable. Plus 140 for them at home. Seven and a half low total in this game. Reds on the run line minus one and a half, plus 105, and the Marlins plus one and a half, minus 125. I like Gray, but. I don't really know Cincinnati's incentives there, George. That's a thing. And Miami's been pretty scrappy. We got to give them a lot of credit for a bad baseball team. We talk about it, them and the Tigers with the high school team and the keg party. Well, the Marlins, hey, they beat Philadelphia and uh, put us in orbit on Sunday.
4: Oh, I think you're absolutely right about Miami. I think Don and done a great job there keeping a bad team afloat with it you know they're not going to lose 120 games. Uh I think he's done a fantastic job. He may get he may not be the manager next year anyway, but still he's done a great job there. That being said, Sonny Gray has pitched great. He's just pitched really great this year. I guess getting out of New York was certainly good for him. My, I'm betting on the, the Reds tonight. My only question is am I going to parlay it? That's my only question. Am I going to am, am I going to eat the 160? Probably not. I probably will parlay it, but I'm going to Sonny Gray's been too good. He's just been too good. And I think the Reds because Maybe because they're at it, maybe because they're just having fun at this point. They're not they're not tight. They're hitting the ball. They're playing. I'm gonna take Sonny Gray in the Reds.
1: Yeah, I might I might take I might take Sonny Gray in the Reds too. So we'll see what happens there. I don't like to lay sixty cents right now with him, but you know what? It's a position where I trust the pitcher. Lopez adequate. Miami scrappy, but it's also not a crazy number. You know what, George? I might parlay it to get it to plus money. Because if it loses, I don't want to deal with that sixty cent juice. But moving along, oh, oh I I didn't even realize this at the time. We got the, the Homer Bailey reunion tour here with the Oakland. Go Homer Bailey going back to the Kansas City Royals tonight in Keller. Bailey laying 155. Heartbreaking loss, George, on Sunday. That one really hurt in the Battle of the Bay there. Oakland with the lead. They were down. They came back. San Francisco. Man, we'll talk about this game, but I'll tell you, that was a heartbreaking loss. Uh, for Oakland, uh, a team that I thought took control on Sunday would have won that game. I think they cost bettors a lot of money. We got Oakland, Kansas City, Arizona, the Giants, and the Dodgers and the Padres. We'll break it down with Colonel Kurtz, baseball guru. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Berenzi, hey, he'll call in a little bit later on, too. Hopefully the technical problems get solved, everybody. One win Atlanta, Colorado zero zero bottom seven. Can we go all the way, uh, George? Can we finish this one? Who to go to extra inning? That'd be amazing. I I, I, honestly, I do not remember any time at Coors there was not at least maybe a one nothing final like zero zero bottom seven, one out. Live line Atlanta minus 145 total two and a half under plus 125
4: as well to the under two and a half at Coors. Can you believe this? be a fur I mean, to go zero-zero to extra and cores, it's probably not a first. It probably has happened, but man, that would be one hell of a rarity. And of course, I had the over. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> Don't worry, George. I, I I got big problems too. I t- I told you on Sunday it was an absolute disaster. Adding the Indians to that parlay, trying to be a, a smartass there and just no. I've uh, you know I did pretty well in the horses and stuff too. But that's what happens, man. You bet too many games, eventually the juice will get to you, and it's frustrating. And Sunday, if I just let it alone. It would have been fine. Shotley came top five in the golf. You know, it would have been minimal damage instead. Oh, got to get your money back. And you know what happens when you press the panic button. Bad things happen. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's, that's uh, you know, when you're gambling one-on-one, sometimes it's just better to take a small loss and go, you know what, I'll live to fight another day. But nope, had to bet all the, the night games and everything else and just start the panic. Next game we talked about was Oakland to Kansas City. We got uh, Homer Bailey making his return to Kansas City. Homer and the Athletics Swing. Interesting line, 55 cents. Royals and Keller. Keller's been pretty decent at home. Plus 135, total nine and a half in this ballgame. Oakland on the run line, minus a half. And the Royals are plus one and a half, minus 115. I don't know, George. I'm looking, uh, Gabe, I'm looking. Is Keller at plus 135 going to make the card? Oakland, uh, they've been disappointing me recently, but uh, it's hard to back Kansas City, but they're gritty, beautiful win against Cleveland too. Cleveland comes back. They tie it at eight. They win. The Royals, you can tell you one thing. They're scrappy, man, and you're getting 35 cents at home. Uh, George, I'll start with you. What do you think uh, about uh, Bailey and the A's against the Royals tonight?
4: I think you found my parlay partner here with the Reds. I'm going to go with Bailey. Bailey pitched a uh, gem against the Yankees. He, I'm sure he'll be have a little bit of extra incentive here, pitching against his former team. Uh, he may be happy. about. Uh, I'm sure he is happy about going to Casey to Oakland. I think Oakland's got to be pissed. Once again, losing yesterday didn't go well. you know. So I think they... Uh, I need to get back in here. Give me the uh, give me the Oakland Athletics and the Reds in a parlay.
1: As Yang tells me, Gabe, hey, how you doing, buddy? You're back. Uh, how, are, how are things over at the the horse book?
2: Well, we see the Oakland Athletics are now minus 144 uh, here in this baseball game. Uh, the Royals are plus 126. I guess, you know, it's basically Oakland or pass in this spot. Uh, Oakland do a good job of taking care of business against the teams they're supposed to be. As George alluded to, it's a homecoming for, uh, for Homer Bailey back to Springfield. Uh, I would expect Oakland to get it done uh, here tonight. Uh, but I'm really in football mode uh, right now. We have college uh, football on, on Thursday, NFL football right around the corner. It's futures uh, time. Um, so it'll be recreational uh, baseball uh, plays for me tonight only.
1: Yeah, excellent point, Gabe. Uh, so I was thinking the same thing. Like football is right around the corner, and that's what made Sunday worse, Kurtz. Like, that's, that's our money for the NFL season, you know what I mean, with the baseball, and you got to be smart money management. Football's a long season, and you know, Gabe, you're going to have one of those weeks where things go absolutely nuts in football. you got to save that bankroll. You can't be pissing it away and going double and triple units on baseball games. We've talked about this a lot on the show. Not the right move. It's amazing that
2: um, they still don't have a number up uh, for this Yankee game uh, right now. now there know, wasn't a number I, earlier this morning.
4: You would got figure... one. You would figure by now. At, uh, so, what are you seeing, George? Yeah, my book has it. I got minus two twenty for the Yankees. The over under is nine and a half, minus one fifty five on the uh, the run line here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, listen, the Mariners don't have a pitcher going yet. I, I'm guessing they're going to have an opener and go from there. That's probably why we haven't heard.
2: I got to ask, what 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 what's your book? Is it like a bodega? Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh well i to, i live in new york book. so it can't be a, ma- uh, a major book now street, can it street street book street book
1: yeah i, I should go to my <laughs> yes, street pretty book. much see i'm gonna see my street book and see if they have a line for that game i bet they do too but mr green uh, does not have a line for that game and that's street. weird I was, street books St-
2: <laughs> street street books will always be uh they'll always uh, offer things uh That uh, that others want That's kind of disturbing, cam When you get that close to do, <laughs> to your screen, trying Oh, <laughs> sorry, try sorry. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I was like, I can't see. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. I look uh, up.
2: I was like, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah true. you right, got right. a little little <laughs> close there. I got CP there. Here, here. Yeah. 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 Lean back, Ken. Lean, lean, lean. I got a. Lean back. Pitcher. Whistler, Going for the Mariners tonight on my book. So. Uh, the Twizzler, plus uh, I'm seeing plus 180 and half uh, 195 on my street book. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you're
2: right. Just FanDuel, you're right. It's starting to post, uh, it's posting up in spots here. Just FanDuel doesn't have it. Um, they're playing it close to the vest, uh, being the local, the local uh, book uh, here. But very impressive. Uh, you know, you talked about it last week, uh, George, uh, when the uh, New York Yankees uh, went to Oakland, uh, Oakland swept them. The Yankees, you know, they seem kind of lethargic. They seem a little tired, and I've talked about it. Stadiums that are empty, it lulls teams into into sort of this this doldrum, and you'll notice, like if fans, loud fans, isn't it like a detriment to a to a visiting team? They like it. They feed off of it. It's like an exciting atmosphere, especially if you're the Yankees. You're used to playing in sort of big games and, you know, loud crowds around you all the time. You go into Oakland, they lull you into sleep. The athletics always play them tough. And I talked about it on Friday, guys, about how there's no way they won't be excited going into Chavez Ravine. The Dodgers, they haven't played them since 2016. Everyone was talking, even the players were talking about a potential World Series uh, preview. They were excited. Now they go to a place where they can sort of – it's kind of that letdown here tonight, but I don't think they will let down uh, this evening. But I tell you, Kurtz, you're the Yankee offense, so I'll say very impressive that they went in there and they won low-scoring games against uh, the Dodgers. I had my questions, um, you know, I, I had my reservations about the Yankees thinking, can they win games like we just saw them win, playoff caliber, playoff-style games, against elite pitching now they hit left-handed pitching real well that's a problem with the Dodgers because the two of their best pitchers are southpaws but very impressive uh, weekend uh, series for the New York Yankees
4: oh it certainly was and you can make an argument that if not for a questionable umpiring call on that play with Muncie at second base Saturday that maybe that game goes to extra innings maybe they sweep the series but uh, listen I think you read it exactly right I don't know what it is, but Oakland—it's been going on for years. With the Yankees, when they go to Oakland, they play like crap. I think they were sleepwalking. I don't—I think you're right. They weren't jazzed at all. The fan, there was no energy there, just none. And then you go to LA, the energy's back. I am worried tonight, though. Game mentioned this earlier, Cam. They play a night game in LA. You know, then they go up the coast to Seattle. It's another place where they—they they haven't played as poorly in Seattle as they do in Oakland. But there's going to be no yeah. jazz there. You know, I think they could be a little bit down tonight. Hap gives up runs. He gives up home runs. The team's going to know that. They know they have to score at least five to win in a Happ start, if not more. I don't really love the Yankees tonight. I not, I don't love Seattle either, but I do like this over. Hap gives up home runs. He's going to give up at least two tonight. That's runs on the board. The over-under I got is nine and a half. I think I think that's reach, more than reachable. I like the over.
1: Yeah, to Gabe's point, too, the cavernous like uh, Oakland, the, the Coliseum, it's true. The Seattle Mariners are a horrible team. They just came off a big series with Toronto where half of, like, British Columbia, they go there to watch the Jays. But I think Yankee fan travels, George, and the dimensions just Seattle and safe code. Aesthetically, it looks a lot better. It's just there's something about Oakland that just gives, gives Oakland a huge, huge home field advantage. Eh, Gabe? Like, it's one of those things. You go there as a visiting team, it's a dump. It's an absolute dump. And you, and teams play that way when they go there most of the
2: time. What happens is, too, as I talked about it, and I brought it up this morning, it's like anybody. It's like uh, like you, you'll hear this with wrestlers. They defeat off the crowd. If it's a bad crowd, comedian, it's a bad audience tonight, right? Uh, musicians. Yep. Is a band going to be better in a sold-out arena, or are they going to be better if it's a uh, there's 3,000 people in a 20,000-seat arena? They're going to be like, yep. man, who cares? This sucks. There's 3,000 people here. Let's get out of here. Let's just do the show and go. It won't be the same enthusiasm. And also, what's funny about that is, You can actually hear hecklers and stuff suddenly, (laughs) which players players used to tell me this in Montreal visiting players. They're like, you know, it's worse. They're all like when it's like really loud everywhere and it's crazy. They're like, you kind of it's just sort of this white noise and you sort of feed off it. It's fun but they said when it's quiet like you can specifically hear hey cammy you suck <laughs> you know what I mean like like guys can get under your skin you've seen it at blue jay games i i threw yeah. off kevin millwood once years ago bro when i was going to expo game there was no one there every time he would uh, he would like launch the pitch i would just like yell from behind the plate kevin <laughs> and yeah. he'd throw like once he threw a <laughs> wild pitch it went over the catcher's head he came when he came towards the dugout, he threw his glove in my direction, George, and it smashed it. I was You're like, oh, man, to... I'm getting to this guy. Like, it's the same thing. When there's no one there, they can hear the hecklers. It throws them off. They prefer, like, a, a full stadium. They really do.
1: Good point, Gabe. I remember when uh, the, the Indians were playing there, Cliff Lee flipped the bird and chucked his glove at a guy, like, right there at the end. Like, he wanted to pick a fight with him. And I told you about my buddy with Jonathan Papelblow, Papel Papelblow, Papelblow, and he went nuts. <laughs> yeah. And the Jays actually scored like four runs in the ninth and one. It's an excellent point you bring up. A lot of the time, yeah, you can't hear hecklers in a, when it's too loud, right? When the, at the Rogers Center when it's empty, you hear everything.
2: Yeah. I did get to Millwood. I really did. That's and cool. uh, I don't know if I got to the field goal kicker at the Great Cup. <laughs> I might I
1: have, actually. Did. I was out of you for that. You were, you weren't a real team player that day. I'm like, stop bugging the guy. You're gonna killing my bet, and he missed. He shanked the kick. That was horrible. George, that big mistake. Horrible.
2: They gave us they gave us field passes for the Grey Cup, the <laughs> CFL championship game, <laughs> <laughs> and literally like we're hammered. And basically like there's a table, so you're allowed to drink there and stuff. But we're right, literally like the field goal kickers like warming up right next to me. Except I had money on the other team, <laughs> and Cam had him. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, great job, Kaji. Why don't you shank another one, buddy? <laughs> and, like, I'm mouthing off. And then he shanked another one. And then he moved where I'm warming up, where he was warming up from. And I'm like, oh, I got to you. Huh? And, like, I'm chirping up. <laughs> the cops are all there laughing it up. Hey, there's the guy from TV. Oh, hey, well, how you doing, Maranci? Cam's like, you got to shut up. Now you're affecting the game. It's not funny anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best was, too,
2: at You wouldn't think that charged. would
4: work.
1: And, uh, no, but he, I don't know. He was rattled. Gabe was pretty loud. And then the funny thing is we went to a game in Hamilton next year and Gabe's like, hi, Mr. Mr. Like, you yeah, met his like, parents ah, water under the bridge. Oh, don't worry God. about it, guys.
2: I confessed. <laughs> I, <believe> I confessed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, your son. I said, I kind of got into it with him at the great cup, but he's a good kicker. He's a good kid. And They were like, oh, that's sports.
4: It's fine. Yeah, they were nice people. They're
1: cool. they really nice.
4: You wouldn't think that would happen, though. You'd yeah, think you've uh, never, as you've far had a goal, they would be able to avoid it. Uh, no, I'm not a big yeller at games. Uh, every now no. and then, if I am uh, I guess I'm in a bad mood. But I generally, hey, the games I go to, by the way, you get, you're not going to be able to hear me. I know that. I go, go to Yankee Stadium, no one's going to hear anything I say. Back when I used to go to a lot of Iowa, the games, they <laughs> yeah, were, yeah, yeah. were a very good team. You couldn't <laughs> hear crap. I could hear the next yeah. section, more or less uh, more or less me. But uh, we I used to get fights. The, the hockey players can't
2: day. hear anything. Just, it's too loud.
1: Oh, no, 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 yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> He's good for fight other sections.
4: What, Ranger fans? <laughs> no, we actually never had a problem with a Ranger fan. We went through a game, but we had problems with Buffalo Sabre fans. I don't know what it was. But it actually looked like oh, uh, a yeah, yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I ways. don't trust me. We, I got
1: Sabre stories. There are a bunch of people pissed. from Buffalo are psychotic. Fans. That's why. That's yeah, exactly.
4: But it ended up getting into it. We weren't even, after, well, we weren't even arguing Sabres and Islands anymore. It somehow got the Bills and Jets. And most of us weren't even Jet fans. <laughs> you know, we don't even like the Jets. But we started defending the Jets, saying the Bills suck and all this other stuff. And there ended up being uh, some guy and some girl were uh, really going at it. Uh, some uh, guy in our section and some girl in their section. Girl, hot looking little girl. And uh, I forget what happened, but the girl ended up lifting up her shirt. So we we, we applauded her. You won the battle. You know, she, I don't know why she was flashed and everything else, but I forget what the why we were yelling. But you won. You're going to flash us. You win.
2: The only thing that Jets and Bills fans should be arguing about is who sucks more. And <laughs> I say this is a Bills fan. Like Jet Bill fans, like that's like two dudes without arms fighting.
5: <laughs>
2: Game time <laughs> decisions.
5: <laughs> <The> Ready <laughs> Heat <laughs> rage radio
2: <laughs> continues. We'll
0: come back with Kurtz's locks.
2: Mic on, mic off. Mic on, mic off. Mic on, mic off. Well, I've only been here for uh, like two of the uh, the four segments. At both times, the mic was on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess that's just like a, a thing now, Cam, right? Like, that's like, um, I've never really seen this before today. in my life. Yeah. Yeah, before, like.
1: I, I, I haven't either. People great. are
2: commenting, actually, like in the chat. They're like, Cam's seeking trigger today.
1: <laughs> what, like calm or angry?
2: No. Yeah, they seem like they triggered means like you look like you're about to snap.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, quietly. But I, I'm keeping it all in, Maranci. It's okay. I just got a lot of other things going on. I had a really rough week, to be honest with you, financially. So, you know, the bets didn't really go well on Sunday. I have a lot of uh, things that I'm harboring right now. So technical issues are just kind of making my anger go pretty
2: high all right uh, so we've got kurtz uh what's the lock uh kurtz what's hey, the, kurtz, uh, the the kurtz, colonel kurtz's
4: lock of the night i'm gonna say one lock if i go with one lock i'll give me give me oakland i think they take care of business of casey they know they had a terrible week uh we can get san fran losing two out of three they're in the playoff race here in casey had a great game yesterday. all a little that emotion spent there they'll be spent today give me oakland
2: i can't disagree yeah.
4: I, I, I can't I think disagree so, with the
2: uh, the pick. I don't listen.
1: I don't think it's Homer a great baseball Bailey? board
2: uh, tonight. I don't look at it and no, I'm like, oh, I love this. I love that. I don't.
1: It's tough. It's a tough board. Sonny Gray, we were Gabe when we were uh, when you're out there. We were George and I were talking about Gray. He's been good, but you know that Cincinnati bullpen's been awful. He's sixty cents. If you parlay, if you parlay sixty cents and Homer, which is uh, fifty, that's to plus one seventy. That's a really nice take back right there on the two-game parlay, Cincy and Oakland.
2: I, I can tell you that a trendy play today in the gaming community is Cincinnati and Miami under uh, the number. And listen, I, I love betting baseball unders, uh, but 7.5 in a Cincinnati red game against Ooh, the Lord. Marlins. Things can get crooked in a hurry. Lopez versus Gray. Gray. Uh, Ricky Sanders will join us. Daily Roto will get Ricky's uh, take on the fantasy impact of Andrew Luck's uh, retirement. Aaron Rodgers has some uh, thoughts about Andrew Luck and the fans that wrote him. Game Time Decisions continues.
0: Time decisions. News, 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 news,
1: news, 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 news. Mike on Mike on. Thanks. The angle up, buddy. Yeah. Hey, I'm Cam Stewart with your sports grid. News update for six Eastern. Atlanta and Colorado. These guys still battling right now, and what a game it's been. It's been absolutely nuts. A great pitching duel right now, but the Rockies got a lead off double. Bottom eight. Still goose eggs. Zero-zero Atlanta at Colorado. The total in this game was 13 and 13.5. 0-0 bottom eight. Rockies, no outs, runner on second. Rest of the MLB board and betting lines for tonight. We got a couple at uh, 7.05. Pittsburgh at Philly. The Phil's minus 145 in this game. Nine. We got Musgrove taking on Vargas. St. Louis and Milwaukee. The Brew Crew laying 35 cents. 10 is your total. Wainwright versus Gonzalez. Ten, 7 10 action. Cincinnati's laying 60 cents at Miami. Gabe talked about it. Lowest total on the board, seven and a half. Gray versus Lopez, 8.15. We got Oakland minus uh, 50 cents at Kansas City, 9. Homer Bailey returns to Kansas City versus Keller, 9.45. Arizona, San Fran, straight pick em, 9. Young versus Beattie is the matchup there. We got two more at 10. 10, Yankees minus 220, half versus Whistler. Uh We got total of 9.5 in that game. Dodgers minus 145 at San Diego. 9 is your over-under, May versus Lauer. David Ortiz taking matters into his own hands to find out exactly what happened when he was shot June 9th. In the Dominican Republic, he's hired a firm headed by ex-Boston Police Chief Ed Davis to investigate the shooting incident. Ortiz had to spend seven weeks hospitalized in Boston, underwent uh, multiple surgeries as well. Several arrests have been made as a result of the shooting. Authorities called the incident a case of mistaken identity after earlier saying he was a target. New England safety Patrick Chung pleading not guilty to felony cocaine charges in New Hampshire today. Chung waived his arraignment and a lawyer had his plea on his behalf his next court date set for november 8th he was indicted on august 22nd after being discovered a possession of the drug back on june 25th the 32-year-old posted 84 tackles and one interception last year collecting his third super bowl ring with the new england patriots Andrew Luck's surprise retirement sending shockwaves across the league tom brady chiming in today uh, calling him uh, a great career, a great player, said Brady. These guys did face off six times. Brady beat him every single time. The Pats going undefeated. Lots of love there. While Luck dealt with numerous serious injuries, Brady has incredibly missed only four games since 2008. As for Colts quarterback Jacoby Brissetti, he found out Lux News Friday before Saturday's game. Odds moving Colts from 12 to 30 to win the Super Bowl on Saturday. Some have them pegged at 55 or 60 to 1 now. Win totals from 9.5 to 6.5 some books now at seven flat for indianapolis point spread week one three and a half versus the chargers now up to plus seven that all because jacoby Brissett now the start in the division all the other teams going down as well jags from 50 to 30 to win the super bowl houston up from 40 to 32 to 1 and tennessee from 80 to 50 hodo beckham jr back at brown's practice and taking part in team drills for the first time since august 6 the kansas city chiefs have signed quarterback matt moore the backup Patrick Mahomes Chad Henney heard in last Saturday's preseason game or spent the last six seasons as the Dolphins backup Miami running back Kenyon Drake returning to practice today just 12 games after coach Brian Flores said he was going to be out a while with a foot injury Drake is battling Kellen Balaj for the starting job Balazs had not a really good game in his last one 17 yards on 14 carries going for a 1.4 yard average versus the Jags in the last preseason game uans u.s women's soccer star carly lloyd says women could definitely thrive as nfl kickers hey they just said they got to work on their craft and they can get the job who's hiring first round of the u.s open we got an upset right now magdalenevich taking out u.s open ladies champ from 2016 angie kerber she hit the dust today number eight serena williams versus sharapova tonight should be a good one at seven better on the men's side he goes at nine o'clock cfl star running back andrew harris of the winnipeg blue bombers been suspended two games for violating the cfl's drug policy he tested positive for metanidone the cfl's leading rusher said he was shocked to learn a trace amount was in his system and he did not purposely ingest the banned substance harris is now going to miss two consecutive games both against saskatchewan he leads the league 908 rushing yards three tds mma news usda suspending cb doll for two years for testing positive to a number of banned substances NHL, Florida Panthers, they signed 22-year-old forward David Malgin to a one-year deal. 16 points in 50 games, good coursey numbers for him. Panthers have all their restricted free agents signed up. Italian soccer today, Inter Milan smoking Lecce, 4-0 the final, an absolute drubbing. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Moretz, hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio, live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. I'm back in Toronto. We'll talk a little MLB, NFL, a whole lot more. Ricky Sanders joins us on the show for the next hour as well, talking a little DFS. I'm Cam Stewart. This is uh, the show on Sports Grid, and hour two is coming up next.
3: All you have
0: to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. All
2: right, let's roll level two. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage, our radio. Sports Grid, get on the grid. We're on the grid uh, here at FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, Meadowlands. Uh, we've got baseball on top of uh, this evening, uh, but college football started uh, over the weekend. Um, we cashed uh, the ticket uh, with the Hawaii Warriors. Uh, we also cashed that over. Uh, the Florida game was frustrating, but we did hit a bunch of money line parlays. We've got a couple of big time games uh, on Thursday UCLA Cincinnati, a uh, big game. Uh, we've got BYU and Utah uh, later in the week. Auburn and the Ducks is a big one on Saturday night. Um, so basically, and not this Thursday, but the following Thursday, NFL football starts. So essentially, Cam, this th- starting this Thursday, there'll be football on TV every Thursday until uh, basically like New Year's type thing.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Like it begins.
2: There'll be Can't football wait. every Thursday. College football this Thursday, then the following Thursday, it's the
1: Packers and the Bears. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. Uh, College went really, really well, as you said, too. Hawaii plus the points to the over. Uh, A lot of people like Hawaii on the money line. Crazy play at the end of that game, too. Gabe with Tate, he almost got in there reminiscent of the Super Bowl where you're just a little bit short with the Titans there, but great games. And I'll tell you, the Gators offense couldn't have done so many stupid things. Tony win by four, but hey, what are you going to do? Felipe Franks is going to do a lot of those uh, good and bad things this year, but that Gator defense, chomp, 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 good. Should be a lot of fun this Thursday. You said it. Great games on the board. Can't wait.
2: Uh, Aaron Rodgers is someone that uh, I've been critical of. And not really overly critical. But, you know, he's a strange dude. He's a different type of uh, guy. A lot of people, he rubs people the wrong way. Uh, But he seems to stand up uh, for his brethren when it comes to quarterbacks. Um, Aaron Rodgers said he's disgusted by the fans booing him. Uh, He said, uh, I felt a little disgust. Maybe it's the way it was handled. Him getting booed. The word leaking out the way that it did, I thought it was disgusting because here's a guy who's making a quality-of-life decision. I like what Aaron Rodgers says here. I think what he did was actually very unselfish. Uh, Does he not start the season? He could go on IR. Then he's cashing a paycheck from the Colts without even playing. Uh, But instead, he's making a decision now so they can move forward with Jacoby Brissett. He's making a decision for his own quality of life and happiness, and I salute him for it. I enjoyed competing against him. He's a hell of a player. I'm happy for whatever's next uh, for Andrew. Uh, Troy Aikman, very, very um, very defensive of people that criticize uh, Andrew Luck as well. It seems like, you know, every player, with the exception yeah. I see of Steve Burline, and, you know, Steve Burline's Mr. Company Man. You know, he was a mediocre quarterback, and he's a broadcaster. And I see Burline says that Andrew Luck let the NFL down. Somehow. Really? we Let the NFL down. The NFL <laughs> will still make a gazillion dollars this year, Ken, exactly. without Andrew Luck. Excellent <laughs> Roger point, Goodell you. could uh, care, like... Uh... Like what do you say? I don't care if you're struggling, like right? Roger Goodell doesn't care. That's like,
1: if Andrew Luck's health is struggling. We're gonna make a lot of money. Yeah, no, Joe Namath struggling. <laughs> you said it, man, and I got a lot of respect for what Roger said too. We don't know Luck's body, it's not us. And if the guy can't play at a certain level, he's gonna get killed out there, Gabe. You'd do the same and I would too. Hell I got health issues now, I'm not even an athlete. Luck took a beating in his career. <laughs> Just if you got a hundred billion dollars, you
2: tap out now too. Guar- right. Guaranteed. Red Heat and continues get on the grid as a sports grid that now can be seen on uh, Zumo offering over 170 digital channels of free premium programming across uh, 12 genres, including sports news, kids, and family entertainment. We're like all the above. Live events, that's us. Comedy, that's us. We can give you lifestyle tips as well. (laughs) Uh, We sometimes talk about uh, movies. Uh, But Zumo delivers uh, its over-the-top OTT video, on-demand, VOD, and live linear digital channels through content partnership with popular uh, media providers such as us, uh, SportsGrid, as well as the PGA Tour, uh, as well. People TV, NBC News, uh, but you can keep it uh, locked in uh, right here on uh, Zumo uh, to watch all of our programming on uh, SportsGrid, including... The morning after, game time decisions, and in-game live as I'm here nightly at the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, from 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock. But then the rest of the crew will be taken over. 10 to midnight, the West Coast crew will step up and in from Las Vegas. So we're really starting to put something together here uh, right now with the football season rapidly approaching. So Andrew Luck is uh, done. uh, But um, as we talked about, everyone's criticizing him, calling him soft, this and that. And as Cam admitted on the on the way out, he would definitely be retiring if he could. At um, uh, right now, if he had a hundred million plus dollars and a degree in architecture, from let me just ask you one thing. We'll bring Ricky yeah. Sanders in here. Everyone's ripping Andrew Luck. How come no brainiac. one's how come no one's ripping uh, Rob Gronkowski? How come Rob Gronkowski isn't soft for not having another surgery and sucking it up and playing? Rob Gronkowski, like, oh, he's oh, it's funny. He's out, like, you know, slapping asses and, and, and drinking beer on, on a boat. Oh, ha ha, Gronk is so funny and cool. He should go to WWE. Andrew Luck uh, retires. How freaking dare you, you nerd, you brainiac, go be an architecture. Yeah, you know, I mean, go be an architect. You know, go be an architect. You know, how come you got scraped off the field with your guts out on the field like I was? Screw you, Steve Berline. Let's bring in Ricky Sanders right now. Ricky Ricky plays for the love of the game because he's won so much playing DFS. He could retire already. What's up, Ricky? True.
5: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think the difference in reaction is that we're talking about fantasy draft season. And some people have already taken Andrew Luck. Otherwise, I mean, what is the difference? <laughs> yeah, like OJ. The guy decided it was the yeah, like end. O- exactly. <laughs>
1: like
5: OJ. OJ.
2: In one game, <laughs> no, but I thought, I thought, you know, I think I'm the first one to bring this up. As far as Gronk, I thought about him like they're like the same age, you know. What, like, what's the difference? Why? Because Gronk is is limping more. Like, how come like nobody says, you know what, Gronk, you're a loser. You should be playing. And how dare you? It's a privilege to play in the NFL. Nobody said anything. People are like, hey, go off on him, Gronk. Yet it's, it's like if you're smart somehow, people hate you, Ricky. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if it's just the positional difference as part of it. And, like, always when a guy announces he's retiring, the initial reaction is to have some anger towards it, especially if to the outsider. It feels like it's too early. But how can you blame the guy who's made a ton of money who just doesn't want to go through it anymore. I just don't understand using, like, a mentally weak argument. When the guy made him $100 million doing what he loved, and now he wants to step away and live a full life. So, again, I think a major factor here is the fact that people drafted Andrew Luck already, and they didn't draft yeah. Rob Gronkowski, and I think that's what's oh. making people you know secretly angry.
1: Ricky, or T.Y.
2: Hilton, the, or, the or Marlon Mack, yeah. etc. Right?
1: Okay. right? The moral of story exactly. is, don't have drafts like months like i got my draft on labor day with my buddies right like, like if you could wait till wednesday night before the thursday <laughs> yeah. get on the draft like why are people well, we had a draft yesterday happen, like right? smart people yeah. you're right game we got we missed it by a day buddy <laughs> no, i but, wish yeah, you I don't could don't tell that's all it's like oj was yeah people are yeah. freaking out it's like i don't understand like, especially when you're playing in big cash leagues like i don't want to have the draft like very much before uh, Labor Day. There's still decisions to be made, right, Ricky? But I know it's hard with people, different lives and kids and that, but you know something's going to happen come draft day. It happens every year. We just didn't expect uh, luck retirement uh, news. That was crazy.
5: Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I wish you could tell my friends that, who always seem to have plans during Labor Day weekend. And last year, we had a draft a few weeks early. I took Jarek McKinnon second round. And I was the one who had to deal with that. But it's football. I mean, you know guys are going to miss the season for one reason or another. So here's just another guy to add to that list.
2: Um, I brought this up this morning. I think, you know, the Colts suddenly present some value right now. I don't know. We'll get into the baseball board here. But what are the fantasy implications right now? Now, Jacoby Brissett can play. I've, you know, I've been telling people, I think he's probably the best yep. backup in the National Football League. Yep. Now you'll have an opportunity. But it's the second year in Frank Reich's system. He didn't play last year, but it's the second year in the system, so he's comfortable. He's been taking the reps with the ones through the entire camp right now. We're talking about a guy that's uh, been protégéed and studying with Josh McDaniels, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Andrew Luck, and Frank Reich right now. He's six 6'4", 235, 40 pounds, has the intangibles. Uh, he can play. Like, you know, I know from a fantasy perspective, it changes things a bit. I know that Frank Reich oh, listen, Frank Reich won a freaking Super Bowl with Nick Foles, guys. He'll be fine with Jacoby Brissett. Their <laughs> win total going down to six and a half, seven 7 is an overreaction. I think they're still in the mix for the division. Has anyone seen Marcus Mariota play? Uh, yes, is he better than Jacoby Brissett? They have the best offensive line in football, arguably, as well. What do you think like uh, about the Colts, not Ricky?
5: Yeah, I saw that line move to six and a half, and my initial reaction was to bet the over and try and you know take advantage of the overreaction. I know Andrew Luck was a big part of it, but they still have a great offensive line. You look at the weapons around them; they're still great. And Frank Reich has always been a guy who could get the best out of his backs, especially the receiving backs, Mahim Hines flashed some ability last year so I think everything around him is still set up for this to be a good offense I don't necessarily think we're talking about a top tier offense any longer but I think there's significant value now I think the Colts win seven games I think that's probably a fair projection for them so the Vegas line is close but again I do think it's a bit of an overreaction and now we'll see the overreaction in fantasy because I tweeted the other day like I know what to make of most of the guys. I think it's a clear downgrade for most people on this team, but Naheem Hines, I think is still going to be a guy who's drafted around the same spot. And now you get those game flows in a little bit better of a spot uh, where you think that they will be in close games and, or playing from behind more where with luck, you expected them to be playing from ahead. And when they're ahead, Marlon Mack gets the football when they're behind I think you're going to see Naheem Hines have a big year now, so I really like him as a middle-round target who I don't think people are thinking about as like the big winner from this, from this injury, or from this retirement, rather.
2: Ricky a Sanders, goal. Daily Roto with us. I can't wait for the, uh, the Week 1 uh, projections and the Daily Roto uh, totals. I'm going to be crushing uh, the DailyRoto.com uh, totals at DailyRoto.com, guys, uh, with the season coming. Uh, it, it has everything you need. If you're a fantasy player, uh, if you're a DFS player or you're a better, there's projections, analysis, and uh, optimizers uh, produced, uh, what, seven or eight, uh, seven millionaires. Uh, you know, countless other tens of thousands of dollars uh, in, in prizes. Uh, even I won um, last year, although <laughs> uh, not not the big fat prize uh, that we're going to be gunning for uh, this year. Um, so, you know, we were talking about the baseball one nothing Colorado uh, right now. We're talking about uh, uh, the baseball board here tonight. From from a better's perspective, it's not the most attractive uh, card here tonight. What's it like from a DFS no. perspective, Ricky?
5: It's not much better from a DFS perspective. I mean, you have so few pictures <laughs> popping as positive values. Everything is so scrunched together tonight that tonight is a night that I'm looking to just be different, honestly. I am kind of building my rosters tonight around the offenses that I think are going to be lower-owned because I don't think too many of these pitchers stand out to me. Like, our best value on DailyRoto.com tonight is J.A. Happ at the starting pitcher position. And one of my initial instincts was to target this, you know, Mariners team that has not been getting a lot of love against left-handed pitching so far And if you can get the huge amount of leverage tonight from guys like Tom Murphy, who's looked like Barry friggin' bonds against lefties, Aaron Nola, who has been quietly uh, one of the surprises for that team, you know, you get local in that and that's the the top of the lineup. Who's inexpensive. I'm looking to do different things tonight that other people will not be doing because I don't have much faith in almost anything. So it's just a contrarian tonight for me in, in baseball.
2: All right, hang in here, Ricky. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with Ricky Sanders. Uh, we'll get some uh, some top picks, a few DFS uh, players. We'll also uh, break down the game from a betting perspective as well. Game-time decisions for the FanDuel Sports.
1: to take a shot by opening up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sportsbook. Go to FanDuel.com grid and you'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com grid, open up a new account. Claim your free wager up to five hundred bucks today. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Twenty one and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Game.
2: All right, uh, Cam, we appreciate it. Uh, Ricky Sanders uh, with us, DailyRoto.com. As we mentioned, it's a must. Uh, it's a must. Uh, it's a must um, have with football season uh, coming up uh, right now. So, we were talking, Ricky, earlier about this Oakland and Kansas City game. Homer, dope, oh, uh, Bailey. Uh, goes back to Kansas City to take on uh, Keller, who might uh, be the best seven and thirteen pitcher in the history of baseball. <laughs> but yeah, listen, the kid deserves better. You know, good pitcher. Now I'm looking at um, I'm looking at Chris Davis. I'm like, ah, oh, pretty cheap. But see, Chris Davis, one for twenty nine over his last um, nine games. So you talked about being contrarian uh, tonight. You have the Dodgers in play this evening. Um, Lauer gives up home runs, but he's actually been okay. You have the Yankees. Uh, Judge has been on a tear uh, right now. Hit home runs in every game, four home runs in the last six uh, games. You have the Yankees at Seattle. Um, what do you think people – so what are people going to jump on the Dodgers? Are they going to jump on the Yankees? And are you going to look to go in a different direction?
5: Yeah, my feeling is that the Yankees are going to be the highest-owned team on the slate. They are the, the team with our highest stack score – They're heading into Seattle, and I think, you know, people love rostering those right-handed Yankees against a lefty, especially one with some very questionable underlying numbers, Tommy Malone, a FIP approaching five, 1.92 homers per nine allowed, but it's just about the worst negative park shift that a lot of these hitters could you know, fall into, and you will get the opener in Matt Whistler, who has been pretty strong against right-handers. You, you'll get, uh, you know, that potentially that one at bat from D towards the top, and then you you got to deal with it alone as kind of a change of pace. And those are just kind of difficult setups for hitters. So I'm more inclined, if I'm going with an offense that at least is going to get some. Attention from the public to go with Milwaukee at home against St. Louis. You get them in a ballpark that enhances that left handed power. You get Adam Wainwright, who has struggled against lefties for his career, especially as he's gotten older. I mean, you look at this year, over a 14% walk rate, almost a 380 woba, a FIP approaching six, 1.7 homers per nine, and that's not, you know, taken into account that he now has to pitch in Milwaukee. So I think if I'm going to go with these teams that are going to be towards the top of the ownership. I want those left-handed Brewers, and I want the power bats. Someone like Mike Moustakis would be one of the top targets for me. I personally would play them before I would play the Yankees.
1: Paul Goldschmidt, 10 for
2: 20 versus uh, Gonzalez in his career, Cam.
1: Yeah, I I was actually, I I think Ricky's on to something. I think the line tells me, I I think I'm going to take Milwaukee in that game, Gabe, even with uh, Gio Gonzalez going, but... To Gabe's earlier point, Ricky, like when I'm looking at Homer Bailey on DraftKings, he's the third most expensive guy, but hell, he's got 15 Ks his last two starts, 27 points, 32 points, he's been very, very good recently, he's uh, $9,100, you know, against Kansas City too, what do you you think about Homer Bailey, I don't think a lot of people be, you know, rushing to the window when they're playing DFS to go, Homer Bailey's my guy tonight. (laughs)
5: Yeah, I mean, this is a little bit of a different Homer Bailey, which I'm not sure if people realize. He's been using his split finger, which is an effective pitch for him, at by far a career-high rate this year. Fangraphs has him at 26%. His previous career high was 2017 at 19%, and mostly he was towards single digits. In terms of the ownership of such a pitch, so... The fact that he has improved and has some decent underlying numbers, like a 4-3-5, I think is actually legitimate. He's giving up homers at a, you know, a lower rate, which could be partially due to the fact that he's no longer in Cincinnati. But I also think it's because he's using a pitch that it will induce more ground balls than in the past. I mean, I know he's mostly in line with his career numbers in terms of the fly ball rate, but I think that the pitch mix kind of suggests that this is a guy who could be a bit improved. And Kansas City's been a team that I think you, sh- if you haven't, you should have been targeting, you know, at least – right-handed pitchers against for an extended period, there's just not a lot of bats left. No Mondesi in the lineup. And you look at, like, who's hitting towards the middle of this lineup. I know O'Hearn hit a few homers this weekend, but there's just not a lot of pop outside of, like, Solaire and Merrifield and, you know, Alex Gordon, if you want to include him. Even he's been cold. There's not a lot of pop here. There's not a lot of strikeouts. But on a slate like this, you're really just looking for good outings from pitchers because I think outside of Sonny Gray, who most would consider by far the top pitcher on this slate, um, Uh, There's just no one here that you can look to and say, am I going to get a floor out of this pitcher and feel good about it?
2: What do you think of Pablo Lopez? And maybe not so much taking him, but what about how does Cincinnati match up against Pablo Lopez tonight?
5: Yeah, so Pablo Lopez, we're not 100% sure what the pitch count is on him. I'm not expecting it to be incredibly high. A guy who has fared really well against right-handers and had his struggles against lefties. The thing is, when you look at the Cincinnati lineup... When you get a right handed pitcher who fares well against right handers, it's a pretty good matchup at this point. No Joey Votto no uh, Jesse Winkler. So you get Van Meter and Galvis towards the top of the lineup. You get Tucker Barnhart in the middle and that's it for lefties. I mean, Van Meter, if you're looking for, you know, one-off play is fine, but otherwise I think Lopez matches up. Well, the problem is I just don't think you can play him in daily fantasy yet until you're comfortable that he's going to have his normal pitch count. I'm guessing they keep him, you know, looking at his minor league numbers, they keep him towards 75, 80 pitches and I, I think I want a guy who can give me six innings on this slate, not a guy who's going to get cut short, especially because he's not, you know, the most talented pitcher on the slate.
2: I brought it up earlier. It's a trendy uh, pick uh, in the gambling uh, community today. This game to go under the number, but it's seven and a half, Rick. It was eight. It's been bet down to seven and a half. You know, it's tough. To, that's, that's a low number. And we don't know what we're going to get from yeah. Lopez. He went 70 pitches in his last rehab start. We don't know what we're going to get. Uh, You know, Cincinnati do have a... uh, I know they they rank low as far as uh, runs scored, but they can always bust it open. Seven and a half is a low number. Especially the only games we didn't really hit. You got Joe Musgrove, who... Speaking of contrarian, if you remember Cam, I went. I tried to be contrarian and uh, bet an under in a Musgrove game last week. It didn't work out well. <laughs> oh, <No, no. laughs> oh, yeah. He started. Yeah, was he started that eleven-one game. game against Washington. Six six yeah. runs, five of the Murns, seven hits in five innings. Musgrove zero and three with a 7-7-1 ERA in his last four starts, taking on uh, Vargas uh, this evening. So, what about these Phillies bats, uh, Ricky? I mean, Musgrove's been a gas can,
5: man. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, that, he kind of caught Washington at just about the worst possible time, right? Because Washington over the course of the last week, I mean, up until yesterday, was just about the hottest stretch of any offense that we have seen all season long. So I can't really fault Musgrove for that one start there. And he had had a few decent starts beforehand. The thing I'm worried about here is got four lefties in this lineup. Uh, Bryce Harper towards the top. The rest of them are mostly towards the bottom. And I, I probably Hasley is not a guy that you would throw in that list. I actually don't hate, uh, you know, the shot on Musgrove here against the Phillies. I know that's kind of contrarian, but again, you're going to have to do weird things on this slate. The Phillies really basically middle of the road at just about everything. Woba, WRC plus K rate. We're talking about the most league average of league average offenses. And Musgrove, another righty who you look at the splits. I mean, this is a guy who has mostly had his issues. With left handed hitters, a 339 Woba there and a well above average 296 Woba to righties, you know, playing in a park that is a slight downgrade from their home park. I'm okay with the top of this Phillies lineup if you want to go with a mini stack and you're not playing Musgrove, but on a slate like this, where if you're talking about Pablo Lopez being your alternative, I think especially on DraftKings where you need two pitchers, Musgrove is just about as strong of a mid tier option as you're going to find.
2: We only have two other games, Alex Young versus Tyler Beatty Arizona, and San Francisco. San Francisco, exactly 565 65 and 65, 5 and 5 in their last 10. Um, Arizona, uh, one game under uh, 500 uh, right now. And uh, we've got Dustin Gingergard on the hill here tonight. <laughs> um, yep. Carrot Top. Uh, man, it's a big mop that dude's got. <laughs> and, uh, Great lid. it's massive, lid. bro. Like, Sideshow Bob. It's like a football helmet.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. And Eric
2: Lauer uh, uh, tonight. Um, and those are the
5: two West Coast games on the way out here, Ricky. Yeah, so, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who's been a gas can. Tyler Bede is a guy who's had the friendly confines of home and has still struggled. We have Bede because he is so cheap on DraftKings as a strong value. I'm not sure that means that you don't want to use Arizona bats against him because you get, you know, the switch hitters and lefties towards the top of the lineup that have just crushed him. And I think Dustin May is one of the stronger pitching options on the slate faces the San Diego team that is very right handed. And May, especially on fan duels, is still cheap. They have not raised the price on him. He's come out, he's been chalk, you know, when he's been a starter, but it's really difficult to overlook this matchup against San Diego. And if you don't want to spend for a pitcher, he offers the salary relief that you need to kind of go up and get those expensive bats.
2: Ricky Sanders, dot Great stuff as always, Ricky. Thanks for having me.
1: Have a good one, Ricky. You know, couple a couple of, of weeks from, from now, we'll be about talking about NFL football. Exactly. You know what the best is though? I'm thinking now that we have Ricky on with the DFS, it, it, it's all intertwined with the gambling. I'm starting to like a few more games in baseball. Exactly. Small plays though. Small plays like, the Dodgers, I think I'm going to give a look at it. 45 like cents on my book. Arizona looks good to me. He talked about uh, BD splits. Milwaukee is in a good situation with the bats that they have. And uh, maybe a little KC Cincinnati parlay. Not going to give everything away, but baseball went from like a tough card to, you know, I think I kind of like about four or five things now.
2: <laughs> You're seeing things clear. Yeah. Ricky helped. Well, that's always the way, right? We're
1: degenerates.
2: <laughs> Ricky helped.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, Ricky, yeah, no. don't he you should have seen me on Sunday number. that number. <laughs> Frankie don't move that number. Yeah, I was I was playing horses like I was a millionaire uh, yeah. Sunday game. I was like I actually kicked ass in horses. Baseball was a disaster. Like I was giving her old school on, on the weekend, like, was the park. <laughs> On the other side, we're gonna talk about a future
2: that I'm gonna play. We're gonna put our money where our mouth is, Cam, and start investing in our future. Yes, Freedom fifty five. Game time decisions. Red heat and rage. Radio and uh, TV now on uh, Zumo, channel seven nineteen on uh, Zumo. Check it out. Uh, great uh, platform. Over one hundred and seventy networks, including uh, ours. Sports Grid. All your uh, betting and uh, fantasy sports uh, needs handled in uh, one place. DFS around the corner. Looking forward to playing some NFL uh, DFS. Baseball DFS is um, it's very tedious. That's for the hardcore, for the numbers, uh, guys. Uh, but, um, you know, for me, a lot of fun playing uh, NFL, uh, DFS, swinging for the fences, trying to uh, win those millionaire makers. As, you know, maybe one day you and me can be like um, like Rory McIlroy and uh, be a millionaire, Ken. Yeah.
1: guy's unbelievable. The guy wins $15 million. Let me tell you what happened in that tournament, Gabe, if you didn't see it. He had a shot with a wedge that was going into the water. And there's a huge drainage ditch the size of a pancake. It hits the edge of it and stops from going in the water. That thing goes in the water. He takes a double bogey minimum from where he'd have to shoot the ball again. Like, I'll tell you, for being a good golfer, like, Rory's key game is phenomenal. He murders the ball for a guy his size. But I'll tell you, he also does have the luck of the Irish. Like, he clipped a couple trees, stayed in the fairway. Like, he's just, he's got horseshoes up his ass. What can I say? He gets it done. I got Shoffley top five, but he came second. game. couldn't hit a couldn't hit a putt all day, but uh, yeah, Rory, 15 million dollars richer, unbelievable.
2: Wow, it's that's a big, big th- that's a
1: big jackpot, <laughs> like 15. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 15, You see the money they're giving away? 15 million dollars. Hey, they're, they're like, hey, this putt's worth a million for eighth. Like that's the thing. Like this FedEx Cup stuff. That's why guys are going wild. Like the 30th guy in, like Jason Kokrak. You can go in there, sit there, and pump thirty balls into the trees, and you still get an extra. Like your top thirty, it's kind of like your bonus monies, right? Like, that's the thing about golf. There's a that's lot a lot of, of coke and around. crack, Cam. <laughs> he can afford a lot you're, of coke and coke him. and crack. Yeah, <laughs> so you're right. he's like, oh, br- bring it in, bring it in. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, <laughs> a party at coke. Think racks. about that though, Cam. <laughs> think about this. That. Think about this. Rory won fifteen million dollars. Yeah. for like winning you know racking up okay. points playing golf for like a couple of months yeah. and the Chargers won't give that to Melvin Gordon. They're like we'll give you 10 million exactly. to get beat yeah. up for 16 games. Like, you know, it looks like golf right. uh, golf was is the is the financial. You want to be yeah, freedom 55, yeah. you want to be free and retire at 55, you'd be a golfer.
1: <laughs> You're right, Gabe. We don't have any children, but I could tell you one thing like if your kid wanted to go into golf and whatever like tennis, golf, those are sports you think you'd you, you'd want to go in instead of like the football, the hockey, right? Because you can get murdered there. And be, you know, you could be in a wheelchair afterwards. But golf, yeah, your back hurts a little bit, your leg, but who cares? No, the, the purses in golf right now are out of control. Like they're, even me as a golf fan, it's too much. It's too much. You know what the problem
2: is, though? Nobody cares about the playoffs. It doesn't have like oh the playoffs the FedEx Cup and like oh it's yeah. like important did, or anything like that. Yeah.
1: Golf it's is measured better. by it's measured by majors. By majors, it, you know, yeah, you're right. I will it say is, this, though, at least it's a little sooner. They did a good job. They did a good job this year, Gabe. All the majors in the in the separate months. They did the FedEx Cup. Yes, I will I'll say give this, them credit. Starting Justin Thomas at 10. It's minus not their 10, fault. Six all people got down. struck by lightning. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's another thing. Oh my God. Did you see? Like that's unbelievable at East Lake in Atlanta. There, I'm like, oh my god! Like, I thought somebody was gonna die. Like, I've thats where I—I've almost been uh, struck by lightning. I told you about my buddy, brother's buddy, Al Cunningham, twice. But uh, yeah, lightning—it's uh, unbelievable. Those people are lucky to be alive, man. Lightning's no, oh, man—it's dangerous on a golf course. Craziness. So, what's the what, way? Your buddy, your buddy Al Cunningham's been struck by lightning twice. Uh, he's my brother's friend. Yeah, he grew up. Uh, yeah, he's been struck by lightning twice and survived. I don't know how the hell you do that. I guess. I think the world record—some guy in Sweden, like nine times or something—but I don't know how the hell you get struck by lightning twice. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's and, a guy.
2: Uh, it's pretty impressive. There's like a guy in West Virginia or something. I think he's been struck by lightning like 13 times, literally, <laughs> like, quite quite a, quite a bit. Like he's been he's been struck by lightning quite. Like the odds of it happening are astronomical, uh, but nevertheless, all right. So, uh, Pittsburgh Pirates and Vargas. Vargas is minus one fifty two. Bryce Harper uh, comes back; um, his uh, his wife gave birth. It's nice of them to yeah. actually decide to play tonight, considering they're giving him all that money. Um, all kidding aside, yeah. i don't have a problem. so Harper's back tonight. Minus, well, it keeps whole... going; it's bouncing around. It was one fifty two? It just went to one forty eight. I don't trust I Musgrove. Give me the give me the I Phillies. Don't...
1: Yeah, I lean Phillies too. I don't know how you feel about this game, but. You know, they give Harper a lot of money. You couldn't have a stand You love Vargas. He's your guy. Uh, oh yeah, I don't mind Vargas. I was just saying for Harper, yeah, I like, know. You know, I know. His wife, I'm like, man, eh, yeah, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to lay 45 cents with Vargas? I, I prefer him tonight for sure. How you about this, Cam? How yep. come nobody, these guys are
2: rich. How come they just don't say, listen, we'll hire like the, we'll, we'll get the best maternity doctors and stuff like this. That's, and uh, she can have the baby at the stadium here. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you set you, up a nice room, uh, nice and comfortable yeah, re- 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 room. Re- re- so re- you're re- there, re- and you'll be like, all right. And then you go out, and you're like, all right, you high-five everyone. Now, let's go, boys. Let's play some ball.
1: <laughs> That's the best. Hey, we're going to clean out the utility closet, sanitize it. Harper's wife gives birth in yeah. here. I'm into with it. it. <laughs> I'm with you, man. You pay that guy a lot of money to take that yeah, right. off. Okay. We're freelancers, man. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, Harper, like, what, yeah, like me. Like, come on, man. Like, how much is he missing? Yeah, like game? I said,
2: when I saw that, they're fighting <laughs> for a playoff spot. And when I saw that, I'm thinking, all right, this, this is going to go down well. And uh, this is going to go down well in Philadelphia. That <laughs> he's missing a game. The number's bouncing around everywhere. It's 150. Musgrove did have a decent start or two. But for the yeah. most part, he's flammable. All right? So, you know, the Phillies bats are hit or miss. The Phillies need this game. Um, they have nice numbers. Pittsburgh are terrible, Cam. That's It's more of a play against yeah. Pittsburgh and Musgrove. I Philadelphia understand. should. It'll be a stressful game, but they'll, they'll win. There'll be times of stress tonight, but they'll get it done. Cardinals and Gonzalez. Listen, dude. Gonzalez is always hurt this year, and I busted your balls that night because you were, you, were, you were ragging on Gonzalez a couple of years ago, yeah. and then he was pitching well, and he nearly threw a no-hitter like someone else did that night. <laughs> that has oh, happened a few times, but... Gonzalez has struggled this year, Cam. I don't trust him, but I don't trust Wainwright either. This is a pass game for me, St. Louis and Milwaukee.
1: I Actually, yeah, no, and the other guy I mentioned, Gabe, it was Fires. Remember Dumpster Fires, and the next day he had a no-hitter? I've done it twice. Uh, So, yeah, so Gonzalez, I actually like Milwaukee tonight, and that was more about Ricky Sanders telling me uh, the the way the uh, left-handed bats match up against Wainwright. Wainwright away from St. Louis. I'm going to take a shot with the Brewers tonight. As we mentioned, all small plays. Uh, Cincinnati Reds and the
2: Marlins. As I mentioned, this is a trendy under uh, today. It was eight. It's seven and a half right now. It's gone too low for my liking. And I don't really want to lay 64 cents on the road with the Cincinnati uh, Reds, Cam.
1: Nor do I. I was going to, if this game gets involved, it's in a parlay. Maybe I I worry about a lot of these games. All right. But uh, I'm with you. I think Cincinnati could get it done. You talked about it with Ricky. I looked at Lopez numbers again. They're actually pretty decent from a DFS perspective. You were onto something. He's a good price. Yes. I've seen the red. I've seen the reds. before have power outages. Actually, Lopez, in my opinion, is probably the best dark horse pitcher of the night. I I am not betting this game. I lean reds. But that's that's why the total seven and a half. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, look,
2: I don't want to lay 64 cents in a game which the odds makers aren't expecting any runs, right? So they're they're not really expecting this to be a high-scoring game. You know what a a good bet here probably is? Uh, We'll find out in a couple hours tonight if it's a good bet or not. But you can get the Marlins, actually. I'm surprised by the number here. It's pretty good. You can get the Marlins plus one and a half, minus 120. It's basically even money. It's a straight bet, minus 120, getting a run and a half. In a game, it's probably going to be four-three or so. Like I said, the oddsmakers are not expecting a lot of points uh, in this game, so I would look—I um, would be looking at the—the uh, the, I'd be looking at the run line in this game. Uh, Marlins plus uh, one and a half.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I'm not going to touch a game, but I, I would not, uh, you know, tell you steer you away from that pick. I think it could be a good play. I like the fact that it's not a lot of Jews. I'm not touching the total in the game, and I don't trust Cincinnati as well. I think the next game in the rotation. The more I think about it, the more it's a, tra- a trap too. I'm staying away from Cincinnati and Oakland, Kansas City. What, Keller Bailey? might win tonight. Yeah, Keller might win. He's plus 135 at home. You're telling me so? Oakland's just gonna walk into KC and beat these guys? I, KC's still a gritty team, man. I don't like this game at all. Total's Oakland too high here, win. Cam. At nine and a half. Total, uh, uh, total's high at yeah. nine and a half. You know what? You might be onto something because Keller can pitch. Oakland on the road. I agree I have a lean to the under in that game but I think I'm gonna pass on this one like I, I don't know do you you like Oakland do you feel Oakland tonight that's the question you like yes it? I do yes you know what, I, I, do. Yeah, I, I do yeah i do i just i I just I think, think Keller's pretty good I think he's, Oakland, he's kind of a hard i think luck Oakland guy. does it okay well we'll we'll take a shot with him he
2: is he is a really Small. hard luck guy as I stated earlier as I stated earlier he's um He's 7-13, and 13, but he deserves a hell of a lot better. He's yeah, winless his in his last uh, five starts. Uh, he scattered three hits over six scoreless innings in his last game. He didn't factor in the decision. Uh, he's twenty. The 24-year-old has worked at least six innings in his last eight outings, which is unheard of uh, in today's uh, day and age. This kid's a good pitcher. This kid's a good pitcher, and you get Homer Bailey... Coming off of two strong starts uh, in a row, he held the San Francisco Giants and New York Yankees to a combined one run over 12 and two-third uh, innings. As you mentioned, striking out 15, Cam, and his uh, last two starts against the Yankees, too, and the San yep. Francisco Giants. Going back, quote-unquote, home to one of his former teams, you think of, you know, he's more of a red to me uh, than anything. Uh, but I think this is a lower-scoring game. I think, you know, nine-and-a-half, that's a little hot here. People like just looking, they think oh Homer Bailey blows and who the hell is Kansas City and old Keller. Yep. Keller's been good, as we say. Give me the under nine and a half in this game. I
1: would agree to the under in the game. It'll be uh I might go in some stuff. Oakland and the under. Uh, yes. I like Oakland and I lean to the under as well. The next game uh I, I do like on the board. What Arizona, Arizona San Francisco. Yeah, I'm taking Arizona with Young against Beattie. You take Arizona uh, Rick Ricky brown good this. points. Uh, Ricky brought up some good points uh, to, to Fade Beatty. Small play, but I'm going to take the Snakes tonight. Uh, the Giants are coming back down to a small play. I also think, uh, what do you think about your Dodgers versus the Padres? Tough game, but maybe I might bet on uh, Ginger Guard. We'll see. Laying 45 cents. I don't love them. I think the Dodgers probably
2: win, but I'll tell you what, and you know I generally prefer to bet unders than overs in baseball, and I will be yeah. betting the under in this Oakland-Kansas uh, City game. Eight and a half, I think, is a little low. Gingerguard uh, gets hit, and uh, I think the Dodgers, after only scoring five runs over the weekend, I think they get to Lauer tonight. Eight and a half is a little low, I think, for this baseball game. Give me the over eight and a half here.
1: Yeah, I I, I lean over, and I lean Dodgers in, in that baseball game. I think May will uh, be able to shut down the San Diego Bats. San Diego beat Boston on Sunday, but before that, Very unimpressive right now, Gabe. I think it's a good spot for the Dodgers, especially since they lost to the Yankees. They'll want to get their mojo back. Um, You
2: know, Yankees have been posted here at the duel here, Cam. It's 190, and it just went to 194. It's going to pop up. I don't think it's a letdown for the Yankees tonight. I like what you said, too. Aesthetically, they won't get lulled into it in Seattle. It's a bright stadium. There'll be fans there, there'll be Yankee fans. Pacific Northwest, they don't go out there often. I agree. Yeah, there'll be a vibe there. The game's on ESPN, Cam. It's a double header. It's a nationally televised game. I think they still have the same buzz from L.A. last night, and it continues tonight. I think they probably just beat the crap out of the Mariners tonight. And Jay Hopp expect- pitched well. He beat, the, yeah. he beat the Mariners like a month ago.
1: Also, he used to pitch in that stadium. He knows right, it very we're well, being a lot of different places. I lean to call. the Yankees. I, I don't want to lay it. Uh, either take the one, minus one and a half or parlay the minus 200. Sure, James. All right, so I'm going to take the
2: Philadelphia Phillies. Give me the Marlins plus a run and a half. Give me the Athletics. Give me Oakland, Kansas City under. L.A. Dodgers, San Diego over eight and a half, and the New York Yankees to win.
1: For the first few weeks of the season, and played hurt. I expected to see Brissett too when I looked at those numbers. So uh, a little bit of an overreaction for most of the books. Yeah, you, you agree?
4: Oh, I think just like it was a fan overreaction. You know, yeah. Fantasy, All the fans booed, mad, all the man did, all cursing him, you know, wishing really ill things upon him. Yeah, I think it was an overreaction across the board here. Uh, six, they're gonna win. But they're not a six, six and ten team. And this is a good team all around. Yes, they don't have the ace quarterback now. Yeah, you know, but this, is a, Joey Brissett is not. A terrible. He's not. Oh my God! Oh, he's, a he's, not, uh, he's, a right, he's a winner. He's not. He's a good. Right? He's a winner. He's He's a. He's, a, he's a, Maybe he might be the best backup, or was the best backup. Certainly one of them in the NFL. Now he's a starter. Is he a top ten guy? No. No, he's not that. But he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be a top ten guy. If he could just be, you know, not. Not terrible, I and mean, I think, think we be better with someone like Joe Flacco, someone like that. I think he, he's not, a, uh, you know, a game manager. You know, Flacco's going to be asked not to lose two games, right? Per second, do more than that. He has legs. He has a decent arm here. I think they'll be somewhere around an eight and eight, nine and seven team. You know, That's yes, they're I'm not going to win ten, or eleven games, which they might have won with luck. So I still like the over.
1: Yeah, it, here's what I look at, uh, George, when we're talking about a guy like Jacoby Brissett when Bill Belichick is interested in you and like tried to get you before they made those moves, remember when new England too, they were thinking about, you know, what should we do? Brady's getting older. I know they got Hoyer and whatever, but when he's sniffing around and and, and likes what you're all about, you know, it's just kind of like, I'll tell you the guy at NC state was a pretty good quarterback. He's also had a lot of playing time because of Lux injuries. He's come in in bad spots before and, I think he's uh I think he's equipped for the job I think' his, his, mentally he's there I think in the back of his mind he know he knew he probably would be playing some games anyway so I think uh I told and I told you too like the first week when that line goes from three and a half to, to seven seven and a half it's gone down a little bit but I told you George on that touchdown you got to take you gotta take the Colts as dogs I get it Phillip Rivers and the Chargers
4: are good but that's a hell of a lot of points and the Colts defense is still good they're good all around that offensive line is still. A very good uh, top five offensive line in the game. So they're going to be able to run the ball like they always would. They'll give Brissett the extra time to throw here. I mean, you'd like, maybe you'd like to have another uh, receiving weapon. Yeah, you know, but Luckett wasn't going to have that either. Hilton's a uh, very good receiver. He's got two very good tight ends, Doyle and Ebron. I mean, the only thing he's missing, really, is experience as a starter, which he's going to get. He'll be better than he was two years ago. And the numbers two years ago weren't bad. But he'll be better than that because he has more experience now. He had the advantage of, remember, it wasn't like Luck had practiced and taken all the reps in camp and you know said hasn't played in a couple of uh, years. He got all the reps in camp because Luck wasn't practicing at all.
0: Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879
4: to join the Fantasy Sports Network.